When you imagine Philadelphia in the 1700s, what do you think about? Where do men fit into your image of 18th century Philadelphia? And where do women fit? How do you expect women to live, to work, and to love? Introducing the Alleycast, a new podcast from the Elfrith Alley Museum in Philadelphia. This narrow street in the old city neighborhood is known for its old houses, many of them built before 1800. But it is a place that has been home to Philadelphians for three centuries. And though visitors might feel like they've traveled in time, walking down the cobbled street, this place has changed with the times and has as much to tell us about the recent past as the colonial era. Those cobblestones were put in in 1975. Join us for season one of the Alleycast, starting June 25th. This season, we will dig into the census records and flip through directories, comb through diaries and journals and even a restaurant menu, looking for the stories of women and one non-binary prophet who made this place their home or their workspace from 1762 to 1967. These stories start on this tiny street, but will lead us around the corner, across the city, perhaps even around the globe. Here's a sneak peek at episode one, The Dressmakers. For over 50 years, number 24 Elfris Alley, now numbered as 126, was home to two female couples who worked as mantua makers. Though single working women like these ones were not entirely unknown, Mary Smith, Sarah Melton, and Elizabeth Carr were somewhat remarkable for how long they were able to live independently as single women, for their choices to remain single, and to protect their lifestyle for their companion. In July of 1762, Mary Smith and Sarah Melton purchased the two-story house, kitchen, and lot of property for 280 pounds from Jeremiah Elfrith, the silversmith after whom the alley is named. The two dressmakers quickly set up home and shop, using their front parlor for receiving and fitting clientele, using the smaller second-floor chamber as their workshop. The two lived together for four years until Mary's death in 1766. She left the home to Sarah, who continued the business for another 28 years, joined by a new companion toward the end of her life. By 1790, Elizabeth Carr, self-divorced from her husband, came to live with Sarah and joined the mantua-making business. Perhaps inspired by her former partner, when Sarah made her will, she also left the house and business to the woman who survived her. Although unable to legally inherit number 24, Elizabeth lived out the remainder of her life there until her death in 1814. Join us for episode one, coming June 25th. History is a group effort. The Alleycast is indebted to the many staff and volunteers who have come before us at the Alfred Sally Museum, most notably Dr. Bernard Herman and Hannah Roach. Episode 1 is researched, written, and narrated by Isabel Stephen. Thank you so much for listening.